Say it with me now. That is more like it. After losing two games in a row last week to some lowly opponents in Detroit and Chicago, the Bruins have rebounded over their past three games, including two wins over the weekend in decisive fashion. We're going to talk about it, take a look at the week ahead, and also talk about what this lineup could look like when everybody is healthy on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked B. This episode is from Monday, March 20th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app, as well as on YouTube, so please do smash that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing down the regular season stretch and into the playoffs. If you are on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Let's get into it today, folks. This time last week, the Bruins had lost to the Detroit Red Wings. They were on the verge of losing to the lowly Chicago Blackhawks, there was some moaning, groaning, wondering, questioning, had the Bruins peaked too early? Had they lost their mojo? Well, over the past three games, the Bruins backstopped in two of them by Jeremy Swayman, two shutouts, have their swagger back. Here's how it happened. Winnipeg, Minnesota, Buffalo, the Bruins went 3-0-0 over those three games, outscoring the opposition 15-2. That is 15-2. 3 win over Winnipeg on Thursday, 5-2 win over Minnesota on Saturday. And then after a night of travel to Buffalo, different time zone, still on the road, another matinee, the Bruins just absolutely pummeled the Buffalo Sabres, 7 to nothing. Jeremy Swayman with another shutout, and he was fed some wings by Linus Allmark postgame after they had a leaping hug to celebrate the White Man Can't Jump reboot is just pure fire. Over those past three games, a multitude of players chipping in on the scoreboard. Seven different scores against Buffalo, Jake DeBrusque, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, leading the team over those three games with five points apiece. DeBrusque, Bergeron with two goals, three assists each. Marchand with five assists. You have David Pasternak, Charlie Coyle, kicking in four points apiece over the past three games. Two goals, two assists for Pasternak. Two of those goals coming on the power play. Thank goodness. Uh, Charlie Coyle with a goal and three assists. Then you have other guys contributing multiple points from Trent Frederick. Two goals, one assist over his past three. 
Charlie McAvoy, Pavel Zaka, Hampus Lindholm with a goal and an assist each in the past three games. Tyler Bertuzzi chipping in a couple assists. Connor Clifton throwing some big hits, getting a couple assists. Everybody is contributing. Garnet Hathaway with a snipe in the game against Buffalo. David Krejci sat out Sunday's game, as did Dmitry Orlov, but they each have points over their last three. In fact, the only guys who haven't had a point in the past three games, Derek Forbort, he was injured in the first of the three. Matt Grizzlick, he's a plus five over that time anyways. AJ Greer, Jacob Lauko, not finding the scoreboard, but Lauko drawing penalties. AJ Greer getting some shots, getting physical. Just everybody is chipping in at the moment. And I talked a lot last week about, yeah, this, I don't, I didn't want to call it complacency, but it's natural for a team to hit a bit of a wall after clinching a playoff spot so early, reaching the 100-point plateau well before anybody else, hitting 50 wins. They've said all along that the all-time wins record isn't really on their radar. They don't care about the president's trophy. And it's easy to, you know, start coasting a bit down the stretch. But they came out with a big statement against a pretty good team in Winnipeg on Thursday. They slowed down a red-hot Minnesota Wild team on Saturday. And then, you know, the Buffalo Sabres still somewhat clinging to playoff hopes and just embarrassed them. Again, they've outscored them 14 to 1 over their past two appearances against the Buffalo Sabres. Just one, two, three, ten levels above that team at the moment. The power plays getting a bit more back on track. They had 20 percent success rate over their past three games, which is uh which is decent. Finally, getting some traction on the power play. And the penalty kill, 92.9%, which is all the more impressive considering, again, they are without Derek Forbord at the moment, arguably their top uh, penalty killer. Bruins went one for three on the power play against Buffalo, held Buffalo to zero goals on four attempts. If there's one thing that's... Not concerning, but not in their favor over the past three games. It's the shots on goal. They are averaging 29 shots per game while allowing 31. So it's a little off there. You'd like to see them clamp it down and reduce shots against. But when Jeremy Swayman is basically unbeatable, it doesn't really matter. And then you have Linus Ulmark coming in again. Not to say there's a goalie controversy in Boston at the moment, but it is quite a thing to behold when both of those guys are playing at such a high level. And, uh, you know, don't even talk to me about trading a guy like Jeremy Swayman. It's just uh, ridiculous to suggest. All right. Before we move on, again, Bruins, they won three in a row after dropping two. We're going to talk later on about what is on deck this coming week. Four big games against Eastern Conference opponents. 
I'm also going to talk a little bit about what this team might look like when fully healthy. Some good problems on Jim Montgomery's plate. First, a quick word about one of today's sponsors, our partners at Athletic Greens. What is Athletic Greens? Well, it is the ultimate solution for gut health issues, boosting your immune system, giving you more energy, and an all-in-one supplement that actually tastes great and is effective. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you can absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, basically all the things. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by pro athletes and trusted by leading health experts. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. You can get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Right now, the Bruins have a couple key injuries up front. Taylor Hall, Nick Foligno, our boy David Krejci sat out Sunday's game against the Sabres due to some soreness. Dmitry Orlov got the night off as well, or the afternoon off, with uh, Connor Clifton and Jakob Zborl drawing into the lineup. Zborl with a beautiful outlet pass to Garnet Hathaway to set up his goal. What happens when everybody is healthy? That is a huge question for head coach Jim Montgomery. And top six, we all know is pretty much set. You have Marchand, Bergeron, DeBrusque on the top line. Highly likely that the checkmates line will stay together. Pavel Zaka, David Krejci, David Pasternak. As of late, the third line has been exceptional as well. Tyler Bertuzzi, Charlie Coyle, and Trent Frederick. Trent Frederick with goals in three of his past four games. What do you do when Taylor Hall comes back? Do you bump Trent Frederick to the fourth line? Go with Coyle, with Bertuzzi, and Hall on the wings? Probably. That has a trickle-down effect onto the fourth line as well. Thomas Nocek has been playing very good as of late. Um, You have A.J. Greer, who has been in and out of the lineup recently, but Jacob Lauko has come in and played pretty well in a pinch as well. My thinking is that it will be Hall, Coyle, Bertuzzi. I mean, what kind of a team has that as your third line? Unreal. And then you likely would have Frederick, Nosik, and 
Hathaway as your fourth line. How disruptive could that be, having Frederick and Hathaway out there together? Ideally, Felino's healthy as well. He's your extra skater. And then um, Greer, Lauko as uh, extras as well. That would be my ideal lineup. I might be tempted to put Hall up with um, Krejci and Pasternak. That was always the vision with Krejci coming back, but the checkmates have played well together, and they're probably not going to split that trio up. So that's my that's with everybody healthy, of course, which who knows if that's going to stick. On the blue line, again, same question. Who comes in? Who goes out when everybody is healthy? Charlie McAvoy, Hebes Lindholm, Dmitry Orlov, the three locks. You could technically have three pairings based around three guys who are arguably top pair defensemen in McAvoy, Lindholm, and Orlov. The question is who plays with them? Do you go with Forbort? because of his prowess on the penalty kill? Do you go with Clifton because of his skating ability, moving the puck, physicality? Do you go with Grizzlick, who is a very talented uh, puck-moving defenseman whose defense is underrated, maybe not as physical as you would like? Uh, and again, Jacob Lauko played fantastic in a pinch. Brandon Carlo likely locked into the top four. So me, I would probably go Grizzlick, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, Forbort, Orlov with Clifton and Zborl sitting out. What's likely to happen? Probably, well, Orlov, McAvoy, Lindholm locked in, Carlo, Forbort, and Clifton likely in there as well with Grizzlick and Zborl sitting out. And then of course, you have Linus Allmark as your game one starter. Good problems to have when completely healthy. This Bruins team is stacked, loaded, ridiculous. And to have a guy like Trev Frederick, who, I mean, admittedly, I haven't always been high on, but he has taken his game to another level this season. And he's got 16 goals through 66 games. He could he could reach the 20 goal mark. Only Hall, Zaka, Marchand, DeBrusque, Bergeron, and Pasternak have scored more goals on this team this year than Trent Frederick. And in limited time, without the benefit of power play time. If you can put him on the fourth line with Nosik and Hathaway, and then have a line of Hall, Coyle, Bertuzzi, if you're Don Sweeney, you are saying, I have done everything I can to give this team a fighting chance, and it's now on the playoff, the players to succeed in the playoffs. And again, like I said last week, to doubt the Bruins right now is to doubt Patrice Bergeron, and I'm not there at this point. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter or in the YouTube comments. What is your ideal bottom six and defensive pairings? at the moment, for the Boston Bruins heading into the playoffs. We're going to talk about the week ahead for the Boston Bruins here in a moment. 
Let's talk about Built Bar real quick. However, one of our longtime sponsors on the Locked On Podcast Network, and for good reason. We're very happy and proud to partner with a energy bar that is not only delicious, but is also good for you. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, but they're also good for you. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. You can order them on the website, build.com, put your ideal box together, but you can now also go to Walmart or Sam's Club, pick up a box from the pharmacy section at Walmart or a 13-bar box at Sam's Club. You don't want to miss Built Bar's deliciousness and health benefits. Grab a box and thank me later. The Bruins are back home now after this five-game road trip on which they went three and two. They will play host to three division rivals this week, the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday night, the Montreal Canadiens on Thursday night, and then another matinee against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday afternoon. Then they'll travel to Carolina for a 5 p.m. game against the Hurricanes on Sunday. Now, the games earlier on in the week are very winnable, of course. Montreal and Ottawa outside of the playoff picture at the moment. Senators still kind of in the race, I suppose. Right now, they are seven points back of the Pittsburgh Penguins with only 13 games remaining on the schedule. That's going to be a big hill to climb. Montreal Canadiens, even further back, they are more in line to be in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes than challenge for a playoff spot. After that, of course, it gets a bit dicier. The Tampa Bay Lightning, formidable team. They're battling with Toronto for home ice advantage in the first round. Carolina Hurricanes, the second place team in the NHL. Now 13 points back of Boston with a game in hand. So still the Bruins holding on to a double digit lead in points over second place Carolina. Also, even more hilarious, Boston's goal differential is at plus 113. Carolina and New Jersey heading into Sunday night's action were tied at plus 52. The Bruins lapping the field when it comes to goal differential. Montreal and Ottawa won't be easy outs though. They're they're still competitive, trying to make a push in Ottawa's case, trying to secure jobs for themselves in Montreal's case. Uh, Toronto, or sorry, Tampa Bay, Carolina, still battling for seeding playoff positions. So it's not going to get any easier for the Bruins. They have uh, 13 games left on the schedule, need 10 wins in order to get the all-time wins record, which is 62. And on tomorrow's podcast, we'll take a look at the remaining schedule and assess whether or not that is indeed possible. But a big weekend for the Bruins. Two big wins in Minnesota and in Buffalo. Got that swagger back. Everybody's feeling good. 
And, uh, you know, we're less than a month now until the postseason. So you want to subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Whatever team you root for around hockey or in any sport, you can find a daily podcast on your team. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to preview the game against Ottawa, look ahead to the final 13 games, and also update the Atlantic, sorry, Eastern Conference power rankings to see where the Bruins rank. Psst, number one. All right, friends. Hope you had a great weekend. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins.